Good day, folks. Today is January the 17th, 2024. I'm your host and narrator, Mitchell Dawkins, with today's message. Today, I'm, I'm going to be touching on the scripture in Isaiah, Isaiah 40, 31. Amen. And um, I'm going to read from the King James Version. And um, uh, I'm going to share this information with you uh, uh, from my studies, uh, which was... Um, uh, I need to mention a gentleman by the name was Clarence L. Hayes Jr., a man which was a contributing writer uh, to the uh, information that I was reading. Amen. Um, so let, 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 let's go to Isaiah 4031, King James Version. I'm going to share different translations too, just, just so we'll be clear. But King James says in Isaiah 4031, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Amen. You you, you also have the Amplified Version. It says, but for those who uh, wait for the Lord. Now, when we say wait, we, we, we talking about those who expect, those who look for, and those who hope in him. Amen. They will gain new strength and renew their power. They will lift up their wings and when they talk about that, it's talking about and raise up close to God like eagles rise, rising uh, toward the sun. They will run and not become weary. They will walk in that row faint. And so you have the message version of the Bible. It said, but those who wait upon the Lord uh, get fresh strength. They spread their wings and soar like eagles. They run and don't get tired. They walk and don't lag behind. Amen. You have the New Living Translation version. It says, but those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will uh, walk and not and not faint. And so, amen, so much of our Christian walk exists as an oxymoron. For example, we don't, we don't, we don't work to earn salvation. You receive it by grace. You lose uh, your life by trying to keep it. But you gain life when you lose it. And so our experience uh, as believers should be contrary to everything the world tells us. We come to this verse in Isaiah 40, 31. We see another oxymoron. Here we find strength in waiting. We find strength in trusting. We find strength in hoping in the Lord. Again, this goes against what we normally associate with finding strength. So what does Isaiah 40, 31 mean and how can we apply it? Amen. To our lives starting right now. Glory to God. Amen. And so let's break down the elements of this verse. Uh, the key to this verse is wrapped around the idea of hoping in the Lord. Everything else that happens in this verse flows from that hope. This is the cause and effect verse. You see, that's what this is. Amen. We the, the word hope used here in Hebrew, in the Hebrew is a word that speaks of um, anticipation. The one who is hoping in or waiting on the Lord, which is, is used in other translations, which I just mentioned. They're doing so with an expectation of God's response. Glory to God. You see? And, and so, uh, again, I just shared the other translations. Uh, amen. Uh, of what they might say, uh, how it might read. And so the one who hopes in the Lord are believing in God. They're believing that God will come through. That becomes the source of their hope and the reasons 
they can wait with confidence. Amen. You know, yesterday I had a little scare while I was out. I was in Shoppers Food Warehouse and I was talking to an officer there. Amen. And um, we were going over some of the issues uh, that we were having in our lives. Mainly he was telling me uh, uh, the issues that he was having in his life. And, you know, I began to talk about scriptures and what the, the word of God says and and whatnot. He was totally in agreement with it because he told me he was a deacon in his church. Amen. But that don't excuse the trials and tribulations from 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 coming to us. You know, the word of God says no weapon formed against me shall prosper, but it doesn't say that the weapons won't form. And so, amen, as we were talking, we moved to the inside, amen, just in front of the store. And uh, I told him, man, look, I'm, 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 I'm feeling kind of weird at the moment. I said, I need to sit down. So I sat down on the window ledge um, inside the store. And before I knew it, I was laying on the floor. Hat then came off and, 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 and glasses went somewhere. And I fainted and didn't even realize I had fainted. Uh, but I felt something coming on. Amen. And while I was feeling it was coming on, I was praying. You know, even after I told him I'm not feeling well. Amen. And so uh, I, I had to thank him and, and thank God, amen, for being my protection, thanking God for allowing this lieutenant and, and the security officer for being ever so present and ever so helpful, amen, to me in my time of uh, trial, anxiety, uh, uh, and, and worry, uh, if you will. Amen. But I was praying to the Lord and I was trusting and hoping, amen, that the Lord would be ever so present as he always has been in my life. And so let's let's move on and let's consider how this oxymoron of hoping and waiting uh, and strength plays out in our lives. Usually think of hoping and waiting as a passive activity, as passive activities. Yet we see here they are producing results. Glory to God, because you are hoping in the Lord. You are finding renewed strength. The question is, why is this true? Let me give you three reasons. Amen. The first reason is because of focus. Hoping the Lord takes uh, the focus off your situation and places it on the Lord. When you when you when you when you choose to hope in the Lord, the lens through which you view your circumstances they shift. Instead of looking around, you redirect your attention from the challenges you face onto God's boundless power and unwavering love for you. Glory to God. Hoping in the Lord is, 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 is really an act of surrender. When you recognize that the Lord is greater than any situation and worry and, and anxiety you may experience. And Lord knows I, I, I got anxieties and, 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 and I have worries and, and depressions and, and things like that. But I still have hope in the Lord. The second reason is because of faith. Hoping in the Lord gives you an assurance that produces renewed strength. When you look at what uh, Isaiah 41, uh, 40, 31 means, we, we know that hope gives you an assurance that infuses you with renewed strength. This assurance stems from God's faithfulness and the fact that, that he will be with you through every trial and tribulation. Glory to God. Placing your hope in him allows you to tap into a wellspring of strength, a wellspring of peace, a wellspring of reassurance. This helps you to remind you, this helps to remind you that even amidst the storms of life, you are never alone. However, you can only experience this strength through hoping and waiting, not by worrying and being anxious. The third thing is fortitude. 
Glory to God. Hoping in the Lord motivates you to keep going. The third thing hoping in the Lord will do is it, it will give you the fortitude to keep moving forward. You can keep going because you know eventually God will come through in your situation. This will allow you to persevere even in the face of adversity. It is through this assurance that we find the courage to face challenges head on, knowing that his strength is made perfect in our weakness. Glory to God. Huh? So if you if you think about the world we are living in right now, there's a lot that can make you worry and, and destroy your strength. The list, list of issues that can exhaust you is long. However, the good news is it really doesn't matter how long the list is because God's strength is, is greater. Huh? Somebody need to agree with me on that one. So when you look at the verse verses that precede verse 31, you find the source of your strength and the reasons that you can hope in the Lord. Let me let me let me just go to uh, 28 to 30, uh, 40, uh, Isaiah 40, 28 to 30. It says, do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youth, youth grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. And so this verse defines why we can have hope in the Lord, especially when, when you are tired and weak. The first reason is that God does not get tired or weary. This means he is never overwhelmed by life, but we may be, but he certainly is not. The second reason is that he has promised to give strength to those who are weary and power to those who are weak. He is saying, when you are weak and weary, my strength will empower you because I have a never ending supply of strength ready to give you glory to God. And so the last reason is God recognizes that there will be times in your life where you grow tired and, 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 and be weak. Notice God doesn't condemn you for this. Instead, he offers you a solution. That solution is to hope in him. To do as we said earlier and to look to him instead of the situation happening around you. When you do, you get to tap into an endless reservoir of strength and power. Glory to God. And so how are, how, how are you doing today? Huh? Are you tired? Glory to God. Are you, are you feeling weak and weary? I know I do sometimes. Are you feeling run down because of life situations that, that overwhelmed you? Huh? So in, in, in this journey of life, it is crucial to acknowledge that weariness may be may inevitably creep in. However, it is, it is equally important, if not more, and it's more important to understand that you can be strong in the midst of your weakness. The solution is not striving to be strong on your own, but resting in God's strength. When he is your source of strength, he will equip you to endure the trials that come your way. The key to receiving God's strength during life's adversity is waiting and hoping. In those acts, you unlock the provisions required to navigate life's challenges. By cultivating a patient and hopeful spirit, you tap into a wellspring of resilience and fortitude that God has for you. This enables you, glory to God, to overcome any obstacle that may arise. You can rest assured, for in God's strength, you will discover all you need to be strong in the face of life's adversities, whether uh, wherever you are today. 
Don't stop hoping in the Lord. For that is the only way to renew your strength. This has been Mitchell Dawkins with today's message. Thank you.